Hello. Welcome to the Valley View Podcast, episode 94. My name's Tyler. I'm here with Matt. And I'm here with a special friend, a special buddy. But before we get there... No! Uh, <laughs> uh, did we restart? Did we restart or no, are we authentic? Okay, we're not authentic. I literally was going to explain why, like, what was going on. This is episode 95 of the Valley View Podcast. Hi, my name's Tyler. Um, this episode is being recorded like two weeks early instead of one week early. Basically, like when Matt and I were scheduling, we were like, okay, we're going to record this episode with our special buddy who we'll be introduced in a moment. Um, but it doesn't make sense for it to come out on March 30th. So we'll release it on April 6th. And I, I, we literally, before we hit record, I said, okay, so this is not next Thursday, but the Thursday after. And then I said it as if it was next Thursday. <clears throat> so I almost pressed stop on the recording, but I didn't. And I almost just let it go. Thank you for but not, thank you for not letting it go. Calvin, say hi. Hi. Calvin, who are you? Uh, Matt's son, Tyler's buddy. <laughs> Excellent. How good. old are you? 14. Wow. They probably were thinking, man, this guy's got to be like 25 because his voice is so deep. <laughs> My son, Calvin. Can I say just a couple things about Calvin? I would love <laughs> it if you did. Okay. Calvin, like all of our children, is much loved. Uh, when Calvin was really small, he had a like a giraffe-shaped birthmark on his forehead. It's pretty cool. Nice. It's pretty much gone now. <laughs> That's one thing I want to say. Another thing I want to say about Calvin is that in our family, he's the one that wins all the games. He like, does did, win a lot. He does. I've do, you, do you have anybody in your family that's like that? That when you play games, always seems to win. Is me. It you? Yeah, it's me. <laughs> but that, but that's just because I'm a tryhard. Like okay. it's not because I'm actually better. Third thing about Calvin is that um, is this weird thing. Like whenever we go to sporting events, like you know how sometimes they do like the T-shirt cannon or uh, you know they do giveaways for the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin like always comes home with something somehow. He like is a magnet for foul balls at at Major League Baseball games. How many games in a row have you come home with a a ball, Calvin? Like three, three, two, four, two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's more than I've ever had. Uh, Giveaway one game where I didn't. Okay, stuff just finds Calvin. Calvin's a lucky guy. That's what you're saying. He's just a lucky little guy. Just a lucky guy. Okay, here we go. On on with the pod. Good to have you, Calvin. Well, you got an ad read. Yeah, actually, this is such an awkward start because I said the wrong day, the wrong uh, episode. That's the first time in ninety-five episodes that I've done that. Wow, well, that's pretty good. Unless I mess up for the actual episode ninety-four next week. <laughs> okay, so episode ninety-five of the Valley View Podcast is being sponsored by the Seattle area Chamber of Commerce. Make your next family vacation a Seattle adventure. From infants to seniors, we have something for everyone: restaurants, shops. Uh, boutiques, public spaces, parks, natural parks, sculpture gardens, English gardens, butterfly gardens, plenty of parking, RV parking, restrooms, and more. Check out our Space Needle. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> That's silly. Also, also check out our coffee and the Puget Sound. Tacoma is nearby. Uh, best months to come are May and June. Mention this ad and get a free child ticket to the Seattle Area Performing Arts Museum. Hmm. Cool. Seattle, come see why Northwest is best. Oh, that's that's kind of, kind of sounds kind of Chamber of Commerce. That ad sounded kind of hastily written. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let it, we'll let them know. T- next Tacoma time is next. nearby. <laughs> so what are we uh, what are we talking about today with Calvin? Well, I think I could probably set it up uh, a little bit here. We got. 
um, two parts of the podcast, basically. I've got a theological question to talk about first. Oh, yeah, no book today. No book. No book. No book. Um, theological question. And then uh, we're going to do a fun draft. We're going to draft years. Yeah. Like, for instance, someone could draft the year 1960 or whatever. So we're going to each draft five years based on whatever personal criteria we want to use. Yeah, to be fair, I have not thought about this at all. So I will be thinking on the fly. Okay, nice. All right, let's get into the theology question. This came up. um, It came out of a discussion that happened uh, here at our church um, on Sunday. Were you part of that? Well, last Sunday. Two Sundays ago. Yeah. Were you part of that discussion, Tyler? I was. Okay, so I'll let you set up how it came about and introduce the question. Oh, I don't know how it came about, but uh, I was pulled into a discussion with a bunch of high school girls because they wanted to know if jesus had only died but never been resurrected like if he would have been put to death for sin but not raised uh would he still have paid for our sins like would our sins be paid for okay Calvin, what do you think uh (laughs) yes okay calvin thinks yes our sins would be paid for if jesus would have stayed dead maybe what uh why do you think so, Calvin? <laughs> yes, and uh, because he died, like he took all the all the sin and died, mm-hmm. which put the sin away, like it was gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, Tyler, what do you think? Are you in? A, do you agree with Calvin? Um, my initial reaction and what I said to them first was almost exactly what you said. That like, if uh, if in the Old Testament, like if Jesus' sacrifice is meant to atone mm-hmm. in a similar but more real way than like the blood of animals in the old testament like if jesus is the fulfillment of that the -hmm. animal dying is what took care of the sin and the faith that corresponded with it Mm -hmm. so i would i said yes Mm -hmm. um however then matt said some things and kind of critiqued what i was thinking about but yeah my initial thought was almost exactly what calvin said yeah we just fist bumped nice nice fist bump well so what do you I, think, Matt? Well, I could share a couple thoughts. Okay. Okay. Um, one thought is that this could be one of those hypotheticals that's really impossible to answer. Yeah. I mean, I think that is like worth acknowledging. Okay. <laughs> that like ultimately we're talking about a universe that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, in the real universe, Jesus died and was raised. Yeah. And that's how we're made right with God. Yeah. And so... Paul in first Corinthians 15 says like, if Christ has not been raised, then we're still in our sins, mm-hmm. which it's like, yeah. So the, in that sense, you look at a verse like that and it's like, yeah, the resurrection is necessary. Like if, if Christ was not raised, we're still in our sins and to be most pitied of all people. And so it's like, yeah, that's true. That the salvation event, the, the death, burial and resurrection of Christ all had to happen in order for us to have a right standing before God. Um, at Roman, I think it's the end of Romans four. Um, Jesus, who was delivered up for our trespasses, mm-hmm. that's the dying for our sins part. Who was delivered up for our trespasses and raised for our justification. It's really interesting because it seems to say Paul seems to be saying there that it was the resurrection of Christ that provides the grounds of our right standing before God, the grounds of our justification. But I, I don't know that, like, if we ask Paul, like, what he means by that, I don't think that 
he would parse it out and say that like yeah it was the <laughs> the death did this stuff and the resurrection did this stuff he would exactly. say the death and the resurrection did it all exactly i think yeah i think and that's exactly right because like i mean even in the first corinthians 15 verse that you quoted like the whole conversation came about because in the sunday school class they were in the sunday school teacher was talking about how like the resurrection mm -hmm. is the most important part of christianity mm -hmm. you know like it's like the center of our faith um and he's saying the resurrection but he's meaning like jesus's perfect life death and resurrection mm -hmm. you know so i don't think it would be a stretch to think that maybe paul is thinking that way too that he's saying resurrection to encompass the whole work i agree not specifying mm -hmm. that it's the resurrection specifically that pays for sin yeah but I, I do, so I agree. I think it, like the Bible, if you look at it as a whole, takes a holistic view uh, of the atonement event um, that you can't parse it out and say that if any one part is there without the other parts, that we still get the result that we get, right? Right. Um, on the other hand, I do think there's value in saying that it, was the death of Christ, the shedding of his blood that provides the atonement, the grounds for um, the forgiveness of our sins. Right. Like, and not just looking at the whole picture and saying that, you know, I, I think it's worth saying that it was his death on the cross. That's true. Because to, to ignore that would be to maybe almost imply that it, he could have done it another way. Exactly. You know, which, yeah. which that doesn't, that doesn't line up with the Bible's portrayal at all. Yeah, exactly. Was, uh, yes. My uh, wife is outside the office, Calvin. <laughs> I think it was okay. Bye. I think it was prophesied to happen that way. Um, we know that the shedding of blood is necessary for the forgiveness. Of I sin. didn't leave. <laughs> um, Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> this is a weird vibe. It's almost like I a, like it. The real Calvin's like, keeping us young. <laughs> talking about this huge, huge event, and we've got this awesome thing going on. Reminds me of uh, reminds me of trying to study for seminary. <laughs> Emily <laughs> just threw a key <laughs> under my door. This is the best podcast. Ever. I love this, dude. I'm sitting at the table trying to work on my seminary homework, these deep papers, and then it's like, go change a diaper in the other room. And, and then like, come back and start the paper again. Yeah, yeah and then it's also, like Blue's Clues is playing in the next You have a room. hairball on your shoulder. Nice. You do. See? That's a big hairball. Dog somewhere, right? Best episode ever. Okay, so where where were you? Sorry. I don't even remember. Okay. No, but I, I would agree with you that it's the whole thing. Yeah. But it also is helpful to acknowledge what Calvin's mind immediately went to, went to mm -hmm. and mine immediately went to that like the death paid for the sins yeah yep. but the whole act is what can, yeah. like pays for our sins like because those animals didn't have to come back alive to when like when people would sacrifice animals as a sacrifice that's true they yeah. didn't have to come back alive it it like the uh the recipe didn't call for the animal to come back alive. <laughs> that is true. The recipe for salvation. I mean, one other thing that I, another thing that I said pretty early in the conversation on Sunday that I think is helpful to think about is like the resurrection is necessary, even if it is the death specifically that paid for sins, mm -hmm. because if he wouldn't have been resurrected, we wouldn't know. Hmm. Like, e like wouldn't know that our sins are forgiven. Yeah. Like the, the, the resurrection is the confirmation. Mm -hmm. Like, there there were so many people that said I'm the Messiah and then got killed in Jewish history. You know? Like yeah. yeah. So if Jesus would have just even if he lived a perfect life and was put to death for our sins and paid for them, we would have no way of knowing because he would have just been one in another long line of messiahs. Like I don't, I mean I think it would be very surprising if Christianity could have taken off just from a practical standpoint mm -hmm. if Jesus was not raised. 
Yeah, I think you're exactly right. I mean, how, what would differentiate him at that point from any of the other messiahs? Yeah. Besides things like maybe the quality of his teaching, some of the miracles he did, but... Yeah, the whole not sinning thing, the virgin birth. Like, yeah. there are still things that set him apart. Yeah. But the resurrection is the, like, the, the thing that helps us see that the rest of it fits, like the rest of it's actually true. Yeah, I, I agree. And I'll just read uh, read one verse in that regard to kind of put a, a bow on that conversation. Paul, this is Acts 17. Um Paul's talking to the Gentiles and saying, because he, that's God, has fixed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. And of this, he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so it is God's sign that this this one is qualified uh, to judge, judge the world in righteousness or by the standard of Christ. Calvin, does this does this conversation give you any more questions? No, no, not at all. <laughs> We did this with, we said the same thing to Caitlin and Caitlin had a really smart, good question, but mm. I, I also appreciate that we explained it so clearly that you have no questions. <laughs> Shout out to Caitlin. I guess she's smarter than me. I did not say that. I said she had a good question. Hey, so related to this, I got a, I got a question from you via text a little while ago. Do you want to talk about that? I mean, we could. Okay. I think we got time to be okay. honest. Okay. So tell us, I, I don't know how it came about. What was going on? You just fired off a text to me. I don't even, what did I say? It's a, I think it said, could Jesus have sinned? Oh yeah. Could Jesus have sinned? No. Yeah. Calvin says no. If he wanted to, he could have. He could have bent the rules or uh Matt, what do you think? Um, I said no. My my view is that he could not have sinned. What, what's your view? Um, well, I <laughs> this would hmm. we'll have a different discussion about this off the podcast. <laughs> this could be but, a whole other podcast. But let me just phrase let me let me just phrase my objection to that idea. I'm not saying I'm not like taking a stance because I don't know yeah. yet. Um if Jesus couldn't have sinned, mm -hmm. would that cheapen him not sinning a little bit? If he couldn't have done anything else? It's <clears throat> a good question. Like why? Yeah. Like why is he not? Why? Yeah. So C.S. Lewis said, said something significant that I think bears on this question. He said something to the effect of the only person who knows the full strength of temptation is Jesus because he's the only one who resisted it to the very end without sinning something. Lewis said something to that effect. Like no one knows the full strength of temptation because we all give. I love that quote. Yeah. Yeah. But resisting implies that you could not resist. I, I don't know that it does. Hmm. I, I mean, Jesus did resist and he didn't sin. I, I don't know that. I mean, maybe for a person, logically, if we look at just from a human point of view, but my, and Jesus was a human. Is it? Yes, human. but also fully divine, like God, the yeah. God man. So yeah. this I'll just give my full perspective because it might be helpful. But my perspective is that he could not have sinned uh, because um, that would have been a violation of um, the divine part of Jesus, which you can't separate from the human part. But there's. There's no way that having a divine, having a divine nature, that Jesus could have done something against his divine nature. Yeah, that's compelling. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the question of impeccability. That's the fancy term for it. Um, I think pacare is the Latin word for sin. And so this is the question of the impeccability of Jesus. Could he have sinned or not? Was he impeccable? Um meaning he could not have sinned or was he peckable meaning he could have he but then why sinned. but then why is he even stressed about 
Like why? Like why is he like sweating blood in the garden? Is it? It's because of the pain, not because of the, not because of any temptation or potential to do wrong. Yeah, right. I would say it's like the the awareness in his soul that he is going to bear the full weight of sin for mankind, and have that position, you know, in relationship to the Father of being the sin bearer. I would I would go in that direction more so than. I'm really thinking about like rather than any kind of a sin issue. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. So do you want to say more about, about your uh, view or do you want to, I don't think, well, I don't know if I have a view. Like, I don't feel like I can, like, I literally just texted this because I thought it an hour ago. Like, (laughs) okay, okay, good. Fair enough. And I, I, you know, we do have me think on my feet a lot of this podcast, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, it, yeah. It just, to me, I'm still trying to understand how him not being able to sin Mm -hmm would like how that doesn't it just it, it like seems like that doesn't violate his human nature almost yeah okay. yeah and how yeah. how we can say that he was tempted in every way like we were like truly if sure. he couldn't have actually fallen to it yeah yeah and in all fairness christians divide on this question right yeah but yeah there's both viewpoints are within the realm of yeah. christendom yeah yeah, yeah i'm not so, i'm not not taking a stance because i'm worried that i'd get in trouble if i say yes it's yeah. just like I the the reasons for nowhere compelling, but the the questions that it ar- that it arises or, or is whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. hard for me to say. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, because yeah, it fe- yeah. it feels a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, that's understandable. So we had two really interesting and fun hypothetical questions, and now we're gonna draft some years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So hopefully that was interesting uh, for the listeners to to meditate on and think through, and maybe think about some scriptures that would. Uh, would bear on each of those questions. Oh wait, Calvin, why do you why would you say no? Why don't you think Jesus could have sinned? Huh? Why do you think Jesus could not have sinned? Uh I don't think I said that. You think he could have sinned? Yeah. Okay. Why do you think he could have sinned? For the same reason you guys just said. Well your dad said that he couldn't have sinned. Oh. Uh, I agree with my dad then. <laughs> but I said he could have sinned. I do, I still agree with my dad. Dang it. Yeah, your dad's a pastor. <laughs> so Tyler. So are you. Yeah, you've been a pastor a lot longer than me. <laughs> Tyler's going to be a doctor. In the That's next true. Years. Give me a couple years, yeah. That's Dr. Magnuson will doctor. be making an appearance in 2025. Dr. Magnuson. <laughs> Episode. I want you to wear a stethoscope uh, the first like first day at work. When I'll do it. I will absolutely do that. The day after my graduation. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a white lab coat. Yeah. I would do that. Yeah. I would totally buy a lab coat and a stethoscope. Blue gloves. Yeah. Also a pipe, maybe. Uh, no, I'm not going to smoke a pipe at the church. <laughs> I didn't say smoke. I just, I just mean so it just have it. Yeah. It would be the first time, Tyler. Yeah, it okay. would be the first time. What are you talking about? <laughs> Let's do this draft. Camp of the Master. Calvin, I. Calvin's trying to get me in trouble on the podcast. Like to say for all the listeners, I just, never smoked a pipe at Camp of the Master. Just messing around. Just for the record. Just messing around. Okay. I'll hear this. Okay. I know my first pick. So. Calvin should get first pick. He's the guest. Calvin will have first pick. We'll go in reverse birth order. So Calvin, you can pick first, then Tyler, and then me. Should we do like a snake draft? Um, No. Okay. Calvin should get the first every time. Okay. Sounds good. Um, So we're going to draft years, right? Like 1960, whatever. Mm. Um, We're going to use whatever criteria we want to use. Yeah. Don't overthink this. Don't think like, oh, well, what are they judging year based? We are drafting years that we would like to draft. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make one disclaimer, and you guys can also make any disclaimers that you want to make. I'm not going to draft at all based on the year years that um, our children were born, uh, because those years are very significant, 
And um, they're more important to me than the other years that I draft. But if I had to draft those years, I'd have to draft You're them in a certain order. Kids, yeah. And I'm not going to put myself in that position because I don't have a position. Relative. I won't, I won't draft the years my kids were born either. Okay. okay. Calvin, you can't Calvin either. Not either. <laughs> my kid, my, my children. I am going to try to draft the year that uh, Molly and I got married. And if that year is gone, then I'll draft the year we met. And if both of those are gone, then I'll the year you were else. born. You should draft the year that they met, and I'll draft the year they got married. No, Tyler. I don't know if you guys would know for sure. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if I get it. I'm going to go after like the that. first time. I'm going to try it. All right, here we go. Calvin, what what do you say? Someone played a little NFL chime. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. With the first overall pick, I would like to take 1961. Why? Because if you flip it upside down, it's the same. Wow. That's kind of epic. I just thought of that while they were talking about the thing. About Beautiful. Jesus, and I'm like, hey, that's pretty cool. Excellent. So I would like to take that with my first pick. Excellent. 1961's off the board. I better write down the years we get picked. I think I remember when you got married. Go for it. But do you really, really? Want, do you really want to draft that year over the year that like that you got married? Oh yeah. Because <laughs> you're not going to draft it. You're too nice. Is that is that actually it? Okay, I'm drafting. Are you lying? I'm drafting 2002. Was that your marriage year? Yes. Thanks, Calvin. <laughs> My I pick. was going to draft 2001. Uh-huh. Okay, so that was a spite pick. Yeah, I just drafted okay. it because I okay. thought it would be funny. Okay, cool. Uh, it kind of is. I'm going to draft 1999. Is that when you met? Yeah, that's when that's when Molly and I met. You actually almost spited me back, and you'll know why after my next pick. <laughs> when were you married? 2017? Uh, you'll see. Go ahead, draft. Okay. Oh, it's me again. Yeah, it's, it's not right. a snake. I'm going to go ahead and take 2011. Because that year, Packers. Packers won the Super Bowl, and the St. Louis Cardinals won the World Series. Oh. My favorite baseball team and favorite football team both won. Special that, year. That is pretty epic. Who did they each defeat in those contests? Uh, Packers beat the Steelers. Yep. Cardinals beat the Texas Rangers. Yep, Rangers. Nice. One of the oh, – it's the best game I've ever seen. Game David Freeze. Yeah, game six, 2011. We'll see you tomorrow night. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, Tyler, you're up. Look, look at Tyler with a little baseball knowledge. I love baseball. Calvin spited me um, before this podcast because he said, oh, just make sure you draft the year the Vikings won the Super Bowl. Uh, oh, wait. And then I said, oh, I'll just draft the year the Bengals won. Uh, oh, wait. Um, I, with my next pick, will draft, because I love my wife, 2021. That is when we got married. <laughs> yeah. Calvin guessed 2017, for the record. Sorry. Calvin thinks I'm old. <laughs> Excellent. That's like yesterday. That's literally two years ago. Yeah. Okay. I've not been married that long. With my second pick, I am drafting 1983 because that's a vibe pick. I love the um the vibe of the early 80s. Like oh, okay. I was alive. I was probably I was six years old most of that year. You're vibing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I love the vibe of the early 80s. It was just a good time. So I got I got 83 right in the meaty part of the early 80s. Nice. <laughs> it's off the table. All right, Calvin, what do you think? All right. Um shoot. Uh I'll take 2019. Oh, that's a great one. Why 2019? So much great stuff happened. Like it was like the prime time of sports before COVID and now now sports are kind of recovering and stuff, but 2019 was kind of prime, prime everything. Hmm. Things where people started doing, I don't know. <laughs> they started doing anything. Anything. Uh, My turn? 
All right, Tyler. I'm going to draft the year 2100. <laughs> Future. Because if that if I'm alive, that so either I'm in heaven or okay. I'm alive and I'm living in my third century. Woo. All right, how, how old will you be? In- 102. Actually, 101 at the beginning of the year. 2100. Emily and I, so Emily and I realized this after we got married. Like, we had never talked about it before. But, like, so she's born in 1997. I was born in 1998. And we, like, we both growing up, like, us and our friends would talk about, like, how we had a chance. Like, we have yes. a chance to live in three centuries. There's it's kind event. of rare to have a chance. You, so people in your position would have that conversation. We have, Yeah, we have They're a chance. there's a chance. There is a chance. I won't make it. Emily might. Who's to say? Guys don't live as long. Huh. And I'm tall. Yeah, but lifespan is getting longer. And oh, you are from, like, you know, if you look at national statistics, states like North Dakota, Minnesota, like the very far upper Midwest, have the longest lifespans. Why is people. that? And how do you know this? I don't know for sure. I would just guess that it's related to um, health, immunity, Scandinavian heritage, hmm. hard work, robustness. <laughs> I would guess it's along those lines. And... I mean, Dr. Magnuson, 100 and how old? 101, I'd be. 101? 101 in 10 months. Dr. Magnuson. I hope I'm there to see it. I won't be. I don't think but, you will be. <laughs> but I'd love to see it. I'll You'd be, be like 150. Come, come back to the future from us. Okay, and, sounds uh, good. Yeah, I, I really like, by the way, that you drafted a future date. It hadn't even entered my mind to do that. I, That's you pretty know, awesome. I'm thinking outside the box. <laughs> I wonder if the Vikings will have won a Super Bowl by then. Oh, absolutely. The Bengals will have a couple, too. Wow. Oh, the Bengals will have like five. Hopefully. Joe Burrow. Uh, is that your third pick? Now? Yeah, it's my third pick. I'm going to take 1914. Um, yeah, a big World War One guy? Yeah, big World War One fan. Uh, that's the year the Archduke got assassinated. That set off this whole chain reaction of events in Europe. And kind of a crazy year. So what Matt Old just said Europe. is, so what Matt just said is, I want to draft this year because a guy got murdered and it led to a war where lots of other people died. <laughs> I guess that is kind of what I said. That's the pastor. <laughs> that's the melancholy pastor. I'm sure I'll discover some other good things about 1914 at some point. There's um, a good movie about it. Or yeah. Is that 1918. It's That's one. Of, it's one of those. 1918. Uh, almost there. Okay. I took the beginning of the war instead of the end of the war. I don't know what that says about me, but um, a lot. I think Tyler kind of spelled it out pretty. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Calvin, your fourth pick. All right. Uh, I'm gonna take <clears throat> 1977. The oh. year that both my parents were born. Wow. And, uh, yeah. You would not exist if 1977 didn't exist. Well, they still would have been born in another time. Mm. Interesting. Sorry, Tyler. That's fine. I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I, I will draft. I'm so stupid. You're not. <laughs> Tyler's making me. Calvin, you're going. What are you doing? <laughs> I feel like you do this. So just for reference for the listeners, Calvin does this to me all the time. He tries to like, just he, tries, he, he tries to rile me, and, but it works really good when other people are listening. It doesn't work so well when it's just us. Like when it's just us, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But in front of other people, I'm worried they're going to take him seriously. <laughs> um, this is in front of like 40s of people. Yeah, like 40s. tens of people. <laughs> uh, I would like to draft 2012. Ooh, that's okay, tell year. us tell us more. It's also a vibe pick. Um, that's the year the original Avengers came out. Mm. So I think that's the height of the MCU. And it was the height yeah. of... I mean, I was I was Calvin's age in 2012. I was 14. Um, and you didn't see me pick 2023, did you? And I would sit in my class and I would go on ScreenRant.com and I would read Avengers news. So it was also a really good summer. That's the summer I met Emily, actually. Oh. So we could say that's why I picked it. You look like an authority figure. In, in retrospect, the the Emily event wore 
significant than the Marvel event? Uh, well, yeah, long term, I suppose. Yeah. Okay. 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 Speaking of that, go All back right. and listen to the letter and the girl the with the cookies and, and the girl with the cookies. Episodes like thirty three and thirty four, thirty two and thirty three. Back in the good old days, we've got two minutes left, and we each have one <clears throat> pick left. Well, I've Matt has two. two. I'm going to take nineteen sixty eight. We each have one pick left. <laughs> With my fourth pick. Why 1968? It was a chaotic year in the United States. Um, you had uh, Woodstock, I believe was that year. Martin Luther King was assassinated that year. Um, Bobby Kennedy <laughs> also all about assassinated the killing. that year. This one's more about the chaos and the okay. upheaval. Um, 68 was just craziness. It was also um, an election year. So at the same time as all this upheaval, you had the, you know, um, political conventions going on. There were riots at the one in Chicago. It was just, it was just up in the air. It's a nutty you, year. you know how much I like drama. Oh yeah, it's been well documented Absolutely. on this podcast. So that's <laughs> for drama in the like in the twentieth century. That's the year. Okay, Calvin, what do you got? Uh last pick, Mister Irrelevant, or no? No, Matt gets Mister. Matt gets Mister. Irrelevant. <laughs> I'm gonna just take the year zero. Nice. Why? Uh because why not? I don't think that year existed. I'll take the year one. Okay. <laughs> Why not year? Oh, it went from one BC to one AD. Yeah. Oh, um, there was no year zero. Um, but it's okay to take a year that didn't even exist. I almost uh, applaud that. I mean, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna take the year uh, zero ABY. <laughs> ABY. Yeah. <laughs> Calvin knows. I drafted the year zero after the Battle of Yavin, so it's the year after the Death Star blew up in Star Wars. That's nice. a good pick. Thank you. Nice. For obvious reasons, I am gonna uh, finish off this draft by picking the year 1972. That's the year my mom was born. Awesome. Sorry, so, mom. There we go. 72. Sorry, Tyler's mom. That's a pure color pick. Like, I'm talking brown, orange, yellow. Your like favorite Eminem colors? Shag carpet, lime green kitchens. Like that's my color. Uh, that's my color vibe there. And you know what that alarm means? Thumbs up. It means we're going to Top Golf. Have a good day, everybody.